Hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you all are having an absolutely blessed, fantastic day as always. And if you need anything, be sure to contact us at healthmasters.com. I had a good customer come in yesterday and they were asking me about the ultimate multiple powder. They ended up getting a can of it and some tribulus fuel. And they're asking me some stuff that was going on about the current situation all around the country and the strange things that are starting to occur. And I told them pretty much the same thing I told you guys yesterday. I said, if you're looking at something as a staple and you're looking at something to basically as a basic, simple, as easy as it gets, I said the ultimate multiple powder is where it's at. He ended up grabbing a can. He's tried it before and he loves it. And I said, right now, there's a lot of weird stuff going on and I get it. And I said, one thing is everybody needs to make sure they're maintaining their immune system right now. Everybody needs to make sure they're staying strong. And everybody needs to use wisdom as much as possible. So be sure if you need anything, the website, healthmasters.com, the ultimate multiple powder on sale right now. And something that was very interesting to me that somebody had brought up yesterday, and I've actually heard this now from multiple people. And this, again, is just my personal opinion and what I think about this and what I'm actually hearing, though, on the ground in Ohio is apparently Norfolk is trying to convince residents, this is what I've been told, trying to convince residents to sign off on liability waivers in order to give them a check. And they're talking about like a $1,000 check. Oh, if this inconvenienced you from having to you know, dispel from your home and you having to evacuate, we're really sorry. Just sign off on this liability waiver. Here's $1,000. Um, I'm not an attorney. I'm not giving you legal advice. What I am saying is I personally would not sign anything without an attorney present with you right now. I think Norfolk personally, I think they're trying to do as much damage control as they can and mitigate the liability that's happening over there right now. That's the only reason they'd be trying to get people to sign liability waivers two weeks after this incident for a measly check for a thousand dollars. I mean, that doesn't even, I mean, what, what, what is that going to cover? I mean, it's, it, it's a joke. And one thing that's interesting about this in Ohio that I thought about as well, and I had another, I had a customer and a listener email me this. And he said, could it be that obviously we know there was something very strange about this all the way from Salem, you know, Ohio, where this thing was sparking and on fire to where it wrecked 20 miles down the rail and how the stuff was immediately drained out into a ditch and ignited by Norfolk. And he said, could it be that they're using this as an intentional false flag cover to try to justify the unrelated deaths and the sudden deaths and the cancer, the extreme cancer that's being caused by the COVID shot. And now they can sit there and say, oh, well, you know what? That was just, it was because of that spill. That's why this guy suddenly died. Oh, that's why all these people are coming down with cancer now randomly, these aggressive forms of cancer, which we know this vinyl chloride does. Uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's because of that spill. You know, it, it was just mishap. Bad luck of the draw. We'll try to do the best we can with it. I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. I know one thing is the EPA, the head of the EPA, finally showed up to the site yesterday, the EPA administrator, Michael Reagan, and walked along the creek, and he told everybody, and I quote, I'm asking you to trust the government. I know that's hard, but we're testing everything that was on that train. I'm asking you to trust us. <laughs> I think it was Ronald Reagan. The scariest phrase in humanity is we're from the government and we're here to help you. 
This right now reeks of corruption all the way from Norfolk, and again, there's a reason why they're trying to get people to sign liability waivers. At the same time, they're continually telling everybody it's perfectly safe. Now, what somebody did say on a show the other day that I was listening to yesterday, he said one of the best things the residents can do right now if they're still there is to pull out your air filters in your HVAC system, your air filters that are in your house, put them in a bag, seal them and save them and obviously replace them probably every day right now. But the air filters are going to be direct proof that there were toxins in the air that got pulled into your house and there was direct exposure. So he, that was just a, a, a tip. Again, I'm not giving you any advice on that. He was saying it was a very good idea to start saving these air filters and basically seal them up or send them off immediately for testing. Send one or two off and see what comes back on it so you can already have documented proof because this thing cannot be let go. Everybody needs to be very aware of what just happened, the corruption behind it, the cover-up behind it, and how they're continually lying to everyone on a regular basis about what is really going on. Also, too, in other news. This is interesting down here in Florida. DeSantis has now essentially allowed full investigation into these schools and allowing parents along with different elected school individuals that are pro-school, pro pro-American to start going in and flagging material of children engaged in sexual acts in these books. And I had no idea – how many pornographic books were in the school system right now all the way down to elementary school and people have been flagging them, posting them, tweeting them, tagging them all over the state of Florida right now. The bill that was falsely labeled the don't say gay bill, which is not what it was. It was the Parental Rights and Education Act prohibited classroom instruction on gender identity and sexual orientation from kindergarten through third grade. And it also banned any type of inappropriate or pornographic material in the school system, period, because they're all minors and their books and photos and tweets. And I mean, I was rolling through it. I mean, I'm talking dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of parents now that have been digging through the public libraries and or the school and flagging this stuff and some of the books that they posted i'm not even going to go into detail on them you can look it up online if you want the fact that this stuff was in the public school library and this was supposed to be normal okay and some of the just depictions of what they have in these cartoons is disturbing and disgusting to me to say the least so i encourage you especially down here in the state of florida Get involved with what's going on with your children. This is not a joke. They are continually – these communists that have gotten into the school system, they are continually trying to pervert and indoctrinate the children to push them further and further and further into this state of just weirdness so they can continue to come in and say, okay, well, this is normal now, guys. This is what you need to be used to. This is the cool thing to do now. This is all the fun stuff. Be very, very careful about it. Also, too, in other news, I saw this going on as well. Five Canadian teens, and I'm not going to bring their names up because I don't, I don't have permission from their family. I've seen the articles already now, though. Five different Canadian teenagers have tragically died suddenly in their sleep in the past month, according to reports. The teens were all aged between 17 to 19 years old. All of them male. All of them suddenly died. Um, just didn't wake up, all extremely healthy. And I saw the interview, if you guys saw, with Lamar the other day, the NFL player that had cardiac arrest on the field. 
And it was an extremely strange interview, if you guys saw this, because the individual that was interviewing him asked him, well, what did the doctor say was the cause for this cardiac event? And Lamar sits there and pauses and pauses and pauses and continues to pause and looks around and pauses again and then goes, oh, we're just, we're not going to go there. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. To me, it seems like uh, I got paid off and I signed something and I'm not able to disclose anything because I signed a you know, non-disclosure. I don't know, but that was one of the strangest responses I've ever seen with somebody having like a 10-second pause and looking around and thinking about what he wanted to say and then going, well, we're just – we're simply not going to go there. So clearly we know there was something going on and something that he has been told not to talk about. We've seen this now all over the country with individuals with the side effects from this injection. And so again, it is important that people continue to get the truth out there because they're not going to stop with this nonsense. I saw an article earlier here now, Professor Ian Brown, who's head of uh, virology at the Animal and Plant Health Agency, has now said, we know from COVID that pandemic preparations take time to get vaccinations, antivirals, and therapeutics. We don't have an H5 vaccine ready to vaccinate people, so we need to start the process immediately. He goes on to say they need to start to create a vaccine against bird flu in the event that the virus starts to spread from humans. So he's literally saying we need to start manufacturing a vaccine for the bird flu to inject the entire population because there's a possibility it may keep mutating and jump from animals to humans. Again, UK Mail brought it up the other day. I don't know if this is just fear porn. I don't know if this is them trying to get more money for grants, or I don't know if this is them disclosing what they're getting ready to do in order to try to get the population more under control because I know there's enough events that have happened in the last week to get everybody's attention, including another train derailed in Michigan yesterday. This is almost like on a daily basis. I can't even keep up with the level of infrastructure collapses we're seeing. This is either something that is just a failed system in the country, which is ironic because the railroad system is, I mean, it's old school. It's very simplistic. It's not difficult at all. This is old, old technology that's operating, or this is something that's being done intentionally to try to cripple the infrastructure and or create more distractions to make people not think about what's happening or look at what's going on, including the fact that the United States – bomb the Nord Stream pipeline against its own allies in Europe while we're trying to pretend that we're doing this to save the country and save the world and save Ukraine because Ukraine now has apparently become the number one topic of all anything. Everything is constantly pandering to Ukraine. I had somebody send me a video yesterday of a very, very prominent university in the state of Florida, and they played the Ukraine national anthem before the basketball game. This is a Florida university playing the national anthem for Ukraine before the game. Not the U.S. national anthem, the Ukrainian national anthem before the game. I can't depict or tell you how insulting this is for the entire American populace, not to mention the veterans, for the over 200 years that have fought and died to preserve this country, and we're literally pretending like a country smaller than Texas is now the entire 
entire problem of the world to take care of and is dictating the policies of every single company, agency, area of the entire world now. It's nauseating to me, and I am completely and totally sick and over it. But again, this is what happens when you have woke individuals that are told this is the agenda you push. This is the distraction you push. This is the narrative you push to keep people pandering and not asking questions on why in the world we've given Ukraine $105 billion in less than a year, and they can't account for anything that we have sent them, any weapons, they have no idea. They constantly keep running out of munitions and equipment and vehicles and tanks and helicopters. And just keep, keep running out. I mean, either this is the most made-up war that we've ever seen, or Ukraine is just one giant money laundering scheme. And I think, honestly, we're in a combination of both, including a weapons laundering scheme through Ukraine, through the Baltic, through Turkey, and down into Africa to keep the war in Yemen going and all the other countries destabilized because nothing else makes sense about this and how people continue to pander to something we don't even need to be involved in, period. So just thought I would get that out there on this early morning, but again, this is why we do this show. Agree with it, don't agree with it, it doesn't matter. I try to bring up the facts the best I can and interject what is actually happening, and you make your own determination on what you think, how you feel about it, and what you're going to do about it. And I do my best to encourage everyone to continue to ask questions. I don't care if you agree or don't agree with what we bring up on the show. It is your duty. It is your right to ask questions about stuff that is going on. What do you think, Deb? We've got to be able to look at the solution sets on both sides of the argument, Austin. We have to yep. see what's, exactly what's happening. And, and, and we say the same thing. I mean, if, we, if you don't agree with something that we say, and I've told you this before, you got my email, ask Dr. Ted B at yahoo.com. You got it. Tell me what you think is the right answer. If I agree with you, if I do some research on it, if you can prove me the research on it, I'll, I'll, I'll change my perspective on some of this stuff. You guys have already heard me do that a lot in the last you know, four or five years. You know, the ability to realize that you may have made a mistake five years or made a mistake last week and, and correct it very quickly is a sign that we're trying to do the best we possibly can from a news standpoint to give you clear, accurate news without trying to skew it. And yep. we're trying our best. That we, like, we, that's all we can do. And like, if you can find a better podcast to listen to that you like the news better, that's you think more accurate, have at it. You know, we're, we're here to support you. I'll pray for you no matter what. You know, you know, I mean, I love you guys, but, you know, we're doing the best we can. Because I don't know of any other places combining the entire, how should I say, the Schofield Reference Bible and Samuel Untermeyer and the Kabbalists and the Masons and the Federal Reserve Banks and all the rest of these actors on this stage into a nice little neat package like we've done as far as telling you who's running the planet, which is, that's exactly who it is. Now George Soros is basically coming in, and, coming in and, and not really promoting Ron DeSantis but saying that he's shrewd and basically should be the nominee for the Republican Party. And so apparently George Soros is you know, kind of sort of a pseudo-endorsement of Ron DeSantis and says that Donald Trump – I'm paraphrasing. This has basically become a, a buffoon, a caricature of himself, which he has. Yeah, that's the problem you have. I mean, he's trying to do the same type of marketing program that he did, you know, back in 2015, you know, in 2023, and it's not working for him because the big, the bully thing of going out and calling people names and screaming and yelling and carrying on, it's not carrying traction with the Republican voters anymore because he did not do what he said he was going to do. He did not get rid of Obamacare. He did not get the wall built. Did not. He had control of both houses of Congress. He couldn't get rid of Obamacare. And, did all, and then he was completely and totally just hamstrung by all the news and all the lies about Russiagate. 
It was, the whole thing was a disaster in his administration, including when he was the most pro-gay president in the history of the White House, anti-gun, anti-Second Amendment, pro-red you know, red flag gun laws, on and on and on and on and on. And I mean, more CFR members, and I've read them to you before than any other president that I've ever seen, you know, in his cabinet, high level positions. I mean, it turned into a giant crap show is what it did. And I just I had enough of it. He was way out of his depth. I didn't understand where he was. And I guess he figured, you know, when he was, as long as he's reading his teleprompter, he was OK. And I, again, I, I'm going to tell you again, I believe he's a high level Masonic leader. I believe he's, he was put in this position of power because they could not hack the election efficiently enough in all the, all the districts around the country. And he was able to beat Hillary, Hillary Clinton because the, uh, the algorithms weren't properly installed into the computers, which made her go unbelievably mad the night of the election. And I mean, drunk, drunk, throwing stuff, flipping over tables, that kind of stuff. Never even addressed her supporters because she was too drunk to walk out on the stage. I mean, I've been really happy that this Jezebel witch from the pit hasn't been in national news for, what, seven years now, six years now, because I haven't had to look at her. I mean, I mean, the whole whole country stood up to get her, make sure she didn't go. I mean, everybody knows they were career criminals. The Clintons, both of them are in Arkansas and career criminals in the White House and on and on and on. We know that. And uh, we know what they've done. We know the Clinton body count. I mean, all of it. We, we see it all. And so this is just something that we've got to really understand and look at. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Give me a quick. Oh, I want to say one other thing. We also was talking about how Hamlin didn't answer the question. You know, and, 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 and DJ said something to me a second ago. A friend of mine, he texted me. You know, this pause that Hamlin did, I see that all the time when they have to go and look at their handler to see what they're supposed to say. Remember when I told you I met the shuttle astronaut? I spoke to him personally, okay, because he was flying an airplane and was getting serviced, and I'm a licensed pilot, and I was actually rated on his plane. And the people who did the annual allowed me to go in as a co-pilot and fly with the people that they were testing the plane after it had been through the annual. And we talked to him. I talked to him personally after the you know, annual was completed. He's picking up his aircraft. Real nice guy. And I asked him about the Van Allen radiation belt. I asked him about the Apollo program. And every time I asked him a question, he didn't know how to answer. He'd pause, and he would look at the guy who was with him like it was his handler. Like, what am I supposed to say? What am I supposed to do now? This guy's asked me a very, very direct question. And then he would say something that was completely ridiculous. You know, like with the Van Allen radiation belt, this massive amount of radiation supposedly that's up in the upper ionosphere. Oh, we were able to circumvent that by flying over the North Pole or whatever he said. It's some nonsense. And just on and on and on, all these excuses as to why the shuttle program is what it is, all these excuses as to why the you know Apollo program was what it was. And it's again, these people get put at a high level of positions and given university professorships and you know and basically uh, presidencies of the universities and all the other things that they get and high levels of recognition and huge amounts of speaking fees when they're on these shuttles and they're taught to shut up. Now, are they all Masons? Are they all Masonic Lodge people and leaders? I don't know about all that. I know pretty much all the ones with Apollo that I could verify were, but the reality is is that they're all being handled. So again, Hamlin had to look at his handler to find out exactly what he was and was supposed to say. Now, all of this stuff that is happening now with Ukraine, Austin talked about that a second ago. This is the same thing that happened with Sarajevo. Okay, this is the same thing that happened, you know, in you know, in, in with Archduke Ferdinand being assassinated. This is the same thing that happened that precipitated World War One. It wasn't like a, a, a you know, a, a, you know, it's all of a sudden everybody starts shooting at each other. It kind of escalated. Now, are they going to have a full-blown nuclear confrontation, you know, and destroy all of their infrastructure and 5G and 6G systems? Absolutely not. Will never, ever, ever happen. Could they release dirty bombs? They could do that. That they could do. They could have a radiation plume come up and do all kinds of damage and, and kill people, and they could use that, like I mentioned earlier this week, as a cover for all of these deaths that are being you know, caused by the COVID nonsense, the COVID you know, kill shot, because I told you they had to cover it. 
they had to cover it. So I do recommend that you get some potassium iodine. I do. We have it in the nation iodine at the office. Great product. I love it. I take it on a regular basis. You need about 12.5 milligrams a day anyhow. And I do recommend you keep a few bottles of that stored up in your house just in case they release a dirty bomb. Just just saying. And you'd be taking it every single day if you're an adult to 12.5 milligrams. Really, really important. You maintain proper thyroid function. That's that's critical in these weird times that we live in right now. But, you know, it's interesting, though. Raquel Welsh, she's dead. And, uh, you know, you know, Seymour Hirsch is coming out and talking about what happened with the, with the pipeline. You know, it's crazy that, you know, uh, let's talk about it for a second. You know, Seymour Hirsch has, has, you know, written warnings that he's not be taken too seriously because he's a Pulitzer Prize winning novelist. Now he's coming out saying that the Nord Stream pipeline was blown up by, by the United States. Uh, you know, this could basically cause a real problem with NATO and the NATO countries because they're basically wanting to know why in the world this is happening and people are this incompetent. They would blow up a pipeline like this. We've discussed in depth and why the reason they would did it. You know, we basically uh, are realizing now that this co-ed bioweapon, you know, that is going through Hollywood now, like with Raquel Welsh, is a marker on the road to the, you know, CV-19 bioweapon perdition. Uh, you know, Welsh's agent said that she died after a brief illness, a new fatal disease. I guess we're calling it a brief illness. And it's the new term for side died suddenly. And you see all of this. Uh, most of Hollywood was forced to get the bioweapon shot in order to work with their SAG, AFTRA contracts. And about 19 out of 20 Democrats took the injections because they were true believers. And the rest of the injected fell for the masterpiece of propaganda. As far as in the United States, probably 70 percent have taken it. And so all of this stuff has been basically turning into a mess. The producer price index you know, came in hot for January and dashed hopes the Fed rate cut you keep hearing about. The consumer price index currently came at an unexpected 6.4% rate, and this inflation rate is much higher than the 2% the Fed has been shooting for. And so there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff going on right now, and we need to understand that this is a problem with a lot of these Hollywood people who were basically forced to take the bioweapon and a lot of other people who weren't forced to take it or did take it. And all, of, and all of us that basically know people that have been forced to take it because they were forced to do it by their jobs, which is unconscionable to me that an employer would make somebody take one of these shots with a weapon that basically has not been properly tested. That's what this is. It's a bioweapon. And we're going to have a, a huge amount of people going to be dying from this. And it's sad. Uh, like Austin was talking about all these people up in Canada, all these kids and teenagers that are dying. It's a, it's a major problem with you know cardiac myopathy and, and pericarditis and, and sudden people suddenly dying. I look at Bruce Willis now. I mean he's getting now they're diagnosing him as basically having severe senile dementia. Of course he took the shots, and you know is that a cause of this? I don't know. It, it probably is. I don't know. He could have been coming down with dementia for years. He could have been taking the flu shot. Who knows? But as I also mentioned earlier in the show, another Northwest Southern train carrying hazardous chemicals and cra- it crashes near Detroit just a week after the derailment caused a toxic leak and exodus from East Palestine. Norfolk Southern's train carrying at least one car of hazardous materials is derailed Thursday outside of Detroit. Authorities are investigating the situation, but say early indications show no sign of threat of the community or the Van Buren Township. But the thing we need to realize is these, these trains that go through your town in the middle of the night that are carrying all kinds of horrible toxic chemicals, when this stuff is released, it's like bioweapon release. It's not, it's not as bad as basically being nuked. You know, with a nuclear weapon, but it's pretty bad when it gets to the water supply and everything else. And with this is Ohio River now being contaminated with this stuff. People need to really, really take a look at this if they're down, down, down river from this and their water and their wells are being basically made toxic. 
I really suggest that you only drink distilled water and only after you run you know, the water through a five-micron filter to try to get as much of the contaminants out to start with and make sure that the, the, the distiller that you, have, you use has a, a volatile gas vent on it to allow any compounds that are basically gaseous that can be released out of that condensing coil before they're recondensed back into your water. Make sure that all, this, all the condensing coils are always stainless steel. Very, very, very important. But guys – it's so important to understand that, you know, our health is being attacked now in the United States. Our health is on the verge of being incredibly bad in the United States between all of the stuff that is happening with the bioweapon release and all of the stuff that they're doing to us from a, how should I say, food standpoint with all the GMOs and all the other stuff that we've been doing in this country for many years now and how it rots the gut. I know so many people are having gut issues. Now, I want to say something else, too, and this is really important. Be very, very, very with non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, you know, like aspirin, ibuprofen, all kinds of other things that basically people take. These things are really, really hard on the gut. Also, aspirin can increase the risks of wet macular degeneration if you take it every single day. It's a, it's a, it's a great blood thinner. It works great for that, but it can cause too much thinning of the blood, which can cause the, 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 the macular degeneration in the eyes. And the studies have shown that repeatedly. So be careful with aspirin. To me, if you want to thin your blood, you drink more water, number one. And number two, you take cod liver oil every single day, every single day. A couple of tablespoons of omega-3 fats. And number three, you take vitamin E every single day because that's a great blood thinner. And, you know, those things really work well to thin the blood without causing things like wet macular degeneration. So be very careful with all that. By the way, another, another article has come up, and it says the earthquake is punishment for Turkey's independence from the World Economic Forum. I thought it was interesting. Uh, Diane Soska is a Romanian lawyer and far-right politician. She's a Romanian senator of Romania for the last county since December of 2020. And Austin talked about this yesterday on the show. I want to kind of cover it real briefly again. She gained notoriety in 2020 after publishing several Facebook posts against the COVID-19 restriction measures. measures. And she's a major anti-vaccine proponent. And she supports Romania's withdrawal from the European Union. She's a really smart lady. Her speech last week regarding the weaponization of earthquakes against Turkey is in retribution for President Turkey's Ergon stance against Ukraine and NATO expansion should be heard around the world, but it's not. People have not talked about this, so I'm bringing it up again. She goes on to say that you know that she, the President Ergon, you know, he's not smart by any, he's not a saint by any means, but he wasn't going along with NATO's allies and wasn't making public his loyalty to Russia, and it cost him and the Turkish people dearly. So. It's crazy. We, we, you know, she said, dear fellow senators, for three years we've been experiencing a real campaign of masks killing worldwide. More of a position to block Sweden's succession, succession into NATO. His speech at Davos, as well as the gesture of leaving in the middle of the press conference, defying Schwab, did not remain, you know, without an echo in the world cost of leaders with the president of, 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 of this country. And so this is crazy that this is actually something that happened. And I just wanted to just let you guys know that this is a major problem. That we're having with these abilities, these people now to create earthquakes, et cetera, et cetera. You know, here's a list of countries that withdrew their leading ambassadors from Turkey in the past 24 hours before the earthquake hit. I'm going to put this down. List of countries that withdrew their leading ambassadors from Turkey 24 hours before the earthquakes United States, Canada, Great Britain, Germany, Belgium, Italy, Netherlands, France, Denmark, and Australia. That's interesting, isn't it? Why did they know this? Why did they pull these people out? And guys, we're calling them out again. 
And so we need to understand there was a giant cloud, like a giant energy field over this area that the earthquake earthquake hit. And it was probably because it was using scalar energy, which we talked about in depth last week in this depth, depth with John Maxwell's field equations on how they could create another point where they, where they released the scalar energy potential and they could release it low enough to cause the shifting of the Earth's mantle and cause massive earthquakes. I've gone into depth about that. So just, just remember that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Regardless of what they do to us, regardless of what they say to us, we've got to keep our hearts and minds in Christ. Because if we don't, what's going to end up happening is we're going to find ourselves in a really big mess with the rest of the world. But right now, you know, we're just passing through. <laughs> we're just, we're, you kind of, that's how you have to look at this and keep a good attitude about it. Just laugh and go, wow, the earth's not my home. You know, I've got a home in heaven. This place is going to pass away and nobody's going to live forever anyhow. And we might as well enjoy while we're here and watch the uh, Circus Clown Act. And they bring out the dancing elephants. They bring out the guy that one really big clown we call Biden, the buffoon. Or we bring out the caricature of, of Donald Trump. Or if they unfold Hillary Clinton again for the next election, we'll roll her out too. And, and we just have to laugh and realize <laughs> that, that we can do all things through Christ. And just laugh it off and realize that stand your ground. Stand firm. <laughs> I love you guys. Also, what do you want to say? <laughs> I was just cracking up. Had this middle picture of being at you know an old Ringling Brothers circus, and Biden comes out with a big clown clown wig on, and comes out there, go man, we're, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, stumbles around. <laughs> hey, you're right though. It really is. I mean, the whole thing has become such a uh, circus act, and it's been done intentionally. I mean, you guys understand that. I hope you do. That this is about demeaning and about degrading and about belittling the United States for what it once was. I mean, the US was a country that was respected and feared by the entire world at one point in time. Everybody knew you don't poke the bear. Not only the US military might, but the general US population. You just don't mess with them. I mean, that old uh, that quote from what uh, I, f- I forgot who it was it was over in China, or Japan, and he goes, "You never attack the mainland of the United States." It's talking like during World War II. He goes, "You will find a rifle behind every blade of grass. You just don't do that. You don't go in the mainland of the United States. That is a country that is fully respected by the entire world." And I think that's what a lot of this is being done now intentionally. You know, you got Kamala Harris who literally talks like she's at a first grade, you know, like kindergarten, first grade class when she talks to people and addresses them. I mean, she is either one of the lowest IQ VPs we've ever had, or again, they intentionally put her in place and she is the lowest IQ and they put her in place to just make a joke out of the entire country. And then Biden, I mean, I don't think I've ever seen a singular person shake hands with the air more times in my life than that man has. It's like every time he gets off the podium, turns in one direction, shakes hands. Nobody's there. Nobody's there. Nobody's on the stage. Then turns around in circles and kind of wanders around the stage with his arms out. It's right. It's it's a circus act. It's all designed to keep everybody distracted. I had somebody the other day, and they said, well, you know, the Biden administration, you know, Biden's denying funds to, uh, to basically Ohio. And I said, well, and I, if, at first it got me extremely irritated because it is accurate that Biden blatantly turned down Republican Ohio Governor Mike DeWine's request for federal disaster assistance after a train derailment. 
And uh, they flat out said, FEMA said that Ohio is not eligible to receive assistance because the incident did not classify as a national disaster. What? And again, remember, this isn't Biden doing any of this. I don't think they bring Biden out very much other than eat ice cream and read a teleprompter that he does very poorly. And then they shuffle him back into his little room and give him more ice cream. What they're doing again with this incident, now FEMA and the, the government denying this is a national disaster with no funds. I told my buddy yesterday, I said, well, the easiest thing they could do in East Palestine is just cover up the sign and say, this is a Ukraine annex. <laughs> and I don't mean to laugh from a sarcastic standpoint. Just put a big sign and say, whoa, 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 whoa. We don't identify as East Palestine anymore in Ohio. We identify as a Ukrainian annex. Where you? This is Ukraine. This is now Ukraine. Don't you understand? We don't identify as the United States or as East Palestine. We identify as Ukraine now. Oh, oh, why didn't you say so sooner? Oh, here's 10 or $20 billion. We don't know what you're going to do with it, but here, just, just take it. Do something with it. You talk about an insult to the American population for us to sit here – Play Ukrainian national anthem at universities. <laughs> Bring that cross-dressing, high-heeled, tight-wearing Zelensky into the congressional chambers and bring up a Ukrainian flag behind him as he addresses Congress. Hand him over $100 billion and then turn around and say, nah, this, uh, this giant chemical spill that is going to affect the entire eastern part of the country now with it in the Ohio River going to the Mississippi now – that's not a national disaster. It's, it's not a big deal. Not, not no, no, no. You guys figured out. Just, just, just sign your liability waiver. Get your thousand dollar check. And shut up. We don't want to hear from you guys again. You know, we, we have more important things to do. Zelensky needs a new Lamborghini Urus, and he needs another house in Miami, and he actually needs another yacht. I don't know what he's buying <laughs> with all his money, but Zelensky needs his money. Okay, so you, you Ohio population, you just stop whining. Stop whining. Deal with your chemical spill. Just deal with it. We got stuff to do with Ukraine. I mean, they these these people need more money over there because, well, because it's science. You got to trust the science, right? We said it's science. I mean, it's it's a joke, but it's not funny anymore. <laughs> I guess put it that way. And this is what we're constantly seeing. And speaking of railways that are constantly failing, apparently now we've figured out in Florida how to put up a railway that allegedly is going to work. The Bright Line is set to target uh, next year. In Orlando, um, this is something that is – I've mixed emotions about the 7 billion hours of construction. So far, the it's almost 90 percent complete with significant amount of money. This is a high-speed rail line that's going to run from Orlando International Airport down to Miami at 125 miles an hour. Now, I'm hoping – this bright line that's going to be carrying passengers can stay on the rails longer than Norfolk can. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's hope that. Obviously, the <laughs> Norfolk railway system can't figure out what they're doing. Uh, this one's going to be around 125. It's going to have passengers on it. And But one thing about this that I thought about earlier, and I've seen this being done and being brought up numerous parts of the country with these high-speed rail lines, which – they can be very efficient for transit. I'm not going to lie. I've been over to Europe before. Almost a lot of stuff is railway over in Europe. And it's very efficient to get around and travel over there for pretty fair pricing. But it reminds me a lot of what happened in the Hunger Games. If you guys recall, they're very, very specifically put in that film. Nobody has any type of transit. The only thing you can do is get on the railway train that takes you all around the country and, again, takes you to the 
capital where the elite live. Nobody's allowed to go there unless they're on the railway train. And it's interesting to me that you're starting to see more vehicles phased out, more push to EV, which is completely and totally useless when it comes to actual real-world drivability. And now we're putting these high-speed rails in. Just my personal thought on something to think about and go after. But again, Hope, Hope Brightline's got their act together better than Norfolk because, I mean, this is not a joke when rails, you know, rail, <laughs> railroad tracks and trains start coming off and derailing. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting. This goes, this goes back to what I told you guys earlier in the show, and Dad has talked to you guys about all week as well with this public school system. Baltimore. Outrage on Twitter all over the place now as Baltimore reveals zero students are proficient in math across 23 schools. Yes, I just said that. Zero. 98% of third through eighth graders tested below their grade level in math, meaning in most of them did not know how to do basic arithmetic. Almost the entire school district is derelict in mathematics can't figure it out five plus five uh three no that's a racist answer it's supposed to be 18 you racist don't you know this is what the answer is this is literally the stupid stuff they do now with critical race theory and the common core mathematics in the public school system zero proficiency almost a hundred percent of the kids tested below their grade level in mathematics this is an abomination to the education system in the United States. We were once, again, like I said earlier, circle back, (laughs) we were once one of the most respected, greatest nations. You look at even China's mathematics in schools. They're top tier. You even look at Europe, mathematics in schools, school system, top tier. They're intentionally dumbing down the younger generation. Do you see it? Do you see what they're doing? They're breeding and they're grooming and they're educating in order to have a group of complete and total idiot children that cannot even figure out basic arithmetic. They have no idea what bathroom they're supposed to use, much less have any type of critical thinking whatsoever. This is what they're doing. They're making a laughing stock out of the United States, and they're making a joke out of everything we have been. When you have a school system that pretty much all the kids can't even do basic mathematics, but you're constantly concerned about teaching them critical race theory and how everybody is a racist except for them and how everything about the country is racist and how everything you do and anything you say in school is transgender – and anything you think about is homosexual and it's a good thing, it's not school, guys. It's called an indoctrination camp. It's interesting because I had a group of people yesterday, homeschool individuals that I know, they were asking me about this bill that has come about in the state of Florida as far as it is going to start funding homeschool groups and uh, funding um, private schools as well. And what's interesting about it is it is a bill that is HB1 that has been put forward by Republican legislators, and it's called the Florida School Choice Bill. And it's very interesting because there's been a lot of debates about this back and forth in Florida, especially conservatives. And what it does is it takes funding, public funding from the school system and from taxpayer dollars, and it creates an entire new system to allow parents to have 
access to essentially vouchers, grants, and funding if they want to do homeschooling, if they want to go to a private school, if they want to go to a charter school, if they want to start their own private homeschool group. And you can basically apply for it and get funding, which is very interesting. And I'm not opposed to this ideology because the school system and the Department of Education, in my opinion, needs to be dissolved. I mean, the Department of Education needs to be dissolved. They should put forward a bill to dissolve it. It is a failure. It needs to be completely rebuilt from the ground up with true American values again, because currently right now, it's obviously a failure what we're seeing with the mathematics, with the schools, with the grades, with the kids. It's a failure. And so this bill they're putting forward is going to allow a lot of funding to be used for homeschooling and private schools. And what's funny about it is I was reading some articles on it, and obviously the majority of the articles online are negative towards it. And there are a bunch of comments and people there saying, well, this, this isn't right. This isn't right. You can't start going in and taking taking taxpayer funds to to just subsidize homeschools and private schools. That's that's we. You can't force us to fund that. You can't force us to actually give other schools money and pay for kids to go to school. And I just I laughed. I laughed hysterically when I was reading these articles and these comments. And I just looked at it. And I'm like, uh, oh, first time, huh? Yeah. Welcome to property taxes. Welcome to the education department being funded against your will unless you want to deal with an entire lawsuit against the state of Florida. Welcome to funding the public school system indoctrination camps that your children don't even go to. Yeah, must be your first time. Have fun with that, except we actually with this bill would be funding true school learning and not this moronic Department of Education in Florida that's promoting these continually – weirdo studies that they're having. But one thing is, and I asked my brother about it and, you know, I asked him because he's an attorney. I asked him to read the bill and he goes, you know, it's pretty, it's a pretty good bill overall. It obviously has some exposure because it'll, if you opt into it and you start getting the funds, obviously the funds are going to be used at the parent's choice and they have to go to the school system or to the homeschool system that they're using and so forth. But there was a very specific a child has to meet with a navigator once a year in order to assess their school curriculum and how they're doing and essentially figure out what they're going to do for the next year when they're applying for more grants and more money. And what's interesting about it is the choice navigator is someone who, if they believe in individual flexibility and doesn't care too much, it's going to be a good thing from what my brother said. He goes, if their choice navigator wants to micromanage – could dramatically affect the way this entire bill operates and the funding and the way you have exposure at that point to what your children are being taught. And if you have some navigators that are being put in positions and we have these unbelievably horrific nightmares, trans pro uh, communist people to end up getting in these navigator positions. And, I, and again, it doesn't specify who can and can't be a navigator. You can start running into a very, very horrific issue where you start having these horrific communists say, "Well, you, you know, you're, I don't like the curriculum you're teaching your kids. We can't. We're, you're no longer getting your homeschool funding because of this curriculum." And now all of a sudden, you're going to have homeschool groups and private schools are just going to say, "Well, I need. We got to get this funding now. We've built this school over the last two, three, four years. We need this funding." And this is what you see happen. And public or private universities that end up getting government money and they start continually getting more and more and more perverse and complicated and uh, compromised because they have funding and they get money from the government and they start being told what they can and can't say. And this is another reason why I have said repeatedly 
Thank you for supporting Health Masters and not having us run ads, commercials, programs, sponsors, anything on our website or our show. It's expensive to operate these things, and there's a reason why I don't have any type of funding on these. And you guys know, you go to certain websites and you get bombarded. There's like 50, 60 things on each side scrolling all the way down. You get five pop-ups you got to X out of. You get random stuff that just comes up in the middle of the screen trying to get you to pay money to this or advertise for that. I get it. These guys are trying to monetize their websites. They're trying to make money on it. I get it. They're trying to pay their bills. Our customers, you, our listeners, our supporters, you allow us to do this show every day, to do the research, to fund this, to air this, to promote this all over the world, to continue to promote Christ, to continue to promote freedom, and we do it. For y'all, and we continue to do it because of your support. So thank you for that, and thank you for allowing us to have this show commercial-free an hour a day without a single ad, a single sponsor, and not having to be censored or told what we can and can't do because we talk about some pretty wild stuff on this show on a regular basis. (laughs) What what do you think? Oh, you ain't seen wild yet. Wait till we get to the Angel Wars. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> we do show. Angel Wars. Wait till we do pre-endemic civilization. We're gonna go. We're gonna go. Uh, probably where no show's ever gone before. And uh, it'll be interesting. You guys are gonna kick it. He's gonna go wild, wild. It's gonna be yeah, wild. Uh, well, the thing about it is, is that Austin's right. I want to thank you guys from the bottom of my heart because if it wasn't for you guys, we couldn't be doing this. I'm mean, kid. I got all I've got this morning. I've had so many people send me information already as far as what they want me to talk about. I mean. Brad, he's a basically an economics professor here locally, and he sends me a picture this morning of a guy, you know, at his school who's wearing a, I don't guess I don't know, it's a, I guess it's a skirt. He's ultimately totally gay, uh, wearing you know ribbons in his hair, and says everyone, everyone welcome, and and uh, walking around little frou frou or tutu or whatever you call these things. And I'm like, you know, whatever, whatever floats his boat. Don't care what he wears, don't care. The problem that I, the thing that I care about is that. I don't want that person being a role model for people that are kind of confused as what should be right and should be wrong. That's the problem I have. And also, I've talked about this so many times. I mean, we've mentioned it so many times that, you know, I don't, I don't really care what people do. I'm a libertarian like that. You know, it's between them and God, you know, I mean, just, it really is between them and their family. I mean, what, they, they can do whatever they want to do. I don't care. As long as they don't try to indoctrinate young children into this type of behavioral pattern and try to dissuade people from doing what's right as far as from a moral standpoint, I mean, if somebody's running around saying we should kill everybody because I think it's good, then that's not okay. If somebody's saying we should steal everything because I think it's good, that's not okay. If someone says, you know, we should run around committing adultery, oh, that's right. They already do that, don't they, when they have their swinging parties. But but that's not okay for me either because it's against the moral laws of God. And all of these different things, you know, you can't be saying that certain things are okay, certain things are not okay. You can believe that. All right, may have been in jail from it, but you can believe it if you want. But the reality is, is that you don't try to need to force it on people. And, and the thing about it is, it's not that it's not that they want you to accept it or, or just tolerate it or just ignore it. They want you to endorse it, and that's the problem that I've got. I'm not going to endorse certain types of behavioral patterns, but if they want to live that way, I could care less. But I'm not going to endorse it, and I'm not going to I'm not going to promote it. And and that and that's what we've run into now with a lot of these different groups, and and it's this woke agenda. And it's so anti-God. It's so anti-Bible. It's so anti-everything this country was founded on. You know, I, was, I was talking to a, a friend last night, and she was talking to me about how it used to be. You know, it was Norman Rockwell America and, and how you know, things were so different you know, 30, 40, 50, 60 years ago. And, and it's true. 
for those of you who don't remember this, because most of you probably don't, because we've got a huge variety of listeners on the show as far as age demographics. You know, I was raised, I was born in the 50s. I mean, I remember the 50s. I remember the 60s. I mean, I remember what it was like to be able to walk into the neighborhood and go play baseball or softball or football with the neighborhood kids and, you know, end up with a bloody nose and, you know, get slammed to the ground without pads on. And we all survived or have a riding, riding in the neighborhood on your bicycle, not worry about being abducted. And I, I remember what that is. But now the average age of girls being sold into prostitution in the United States, this is the U.S. now, is 13 years old. I mean, what happened to the country? You know, the pedophilia epidemic is sweeping the United States. It's reached a crisis point. As the government statistics real, the average age of a female being sold for sex is now 13 years old. Sex trafficking, especially when it comes to the buying and selling of very young girls, has boomed in recent years. Not a bona fide industry in America. It's the fastest growing business in organized crime. And the second most lucrative commodity traded illegally after drugs and guns. And John Whitehead reports that according to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, children are being targeted and sold for sex in America every day. To understand the scope of this epidemic, consider, that, consider this. Every two minutes, the child is exploited in the sex industry in the United States. And investigative journalist Amy Fine Collins notes it is more lucrative and much safer to sell malleable teens than drugs or guns. A pound of heroin or AK-47 can be retailed once, but a young girl can be sold 10 to 15 times a day. And who are the monsters who buy these children for sex? Well, they're basically otherwise ordinary men from all walks of life. They could be your co-worker, your doctor, your pastor, your spouse, writes journalist Tom Swarns, who spent more than a year investigating the sex trade in America. And George alone has estimated that 7,200 men, half of them in their 30s, seek to purchase sex with adolescent girls each month, according to roughly 300 a day. On an average, a child might be raped by 6,000 men during a five-year period of servitude. I'm going to stop this because this just really makes me mad. And again, if people want to do this kind of stuff, I don't think that's okay. If they want to promote this kind of stuff and having sex with these young girls, I don't think that's okay. So if they want to make us want to accept this and change the laws to say this is all okay, I'm going to say no to that because we have to draw a line somewhere in the sand that says there's certain things from a civilized society standpoint that just aren't okay. And this is one of them. And we saw the problem with Jeffrey Epstein and the thousand or so Johns supposedly that he had and the thousand or so girls that were supposedly victims and on and on and on that we've never yet received the information on who these people are. Watch to be able to have the videotapes released. And, of course, a lot of it would be uh, the videotapes. I really don't want to see that stuff. Anyhow, it's going to be pornographic in nature. But the reality is why can't we know who did this? And all the people that were involved in the raping of these young girls, why can't they be exposed for who they are? And why can't they be taken out of office? Because they're obviously compromised. Just saying. I mean, just, just thought I'd mention that from a common sense standpoint. By the way, Idaho is now on the verge of becoming the latest state to outlaw puberty blockers and sex change surgery for under 18s as a red wave of trans bans continues across the United States, which I'm really happy to, at that. Uh, right now, right, right now we have, um, according to the Daily Mail, America is racing towards Canada's euthanasia free for all. As seven more states are now legalizing assisted suicide. And deadly doses are prescribed for anorexics and more nurses are linking, are, you know, are inking in prescriptions and more and more people want to be euthanized. It's kind of sad, actually. Oh, this is an interesting article. This is from Popular Mechanics. And this goes back to what I told you about as being a, an antenna to God. Scientists now want to use people as antennas to power 6G. Why? Because your body is pretty great at harvesting wasted energy. The future of 6G telecommunications could come from visible, visible light communications Researchers at the University of Massachusetts in Amherst believe using humans as part of the antenna system will offer the most efficient way to harvest waste energy. And you guys laughed at me, some of you, and you said, we're not antennas. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we are. In the, human pro- in the process, humans could wear coiled copper. 
We don't yet know how exactly 6G wireless technology is going to work. Isn't that funny that? We don't know yet exactly how 6G wire technology is going to work. How can we don't know that? It's already being implemented. Researchers at the University of Massachusetts believe using humans as antennas to power 6G may be the most viable way to harvest additional energy that would otherwise get wasted. Guys, we are an antenna to God. We are a multidimensional, fractal antenna that basically communicates directly to God Almighty. He made us that way. And the sooner we all realize that that's what we're here for, to communicate with the Most High God, to serve him and obey his commandments and be part of the solution and not the problem and basically love God with all of our hearts and understand he sent us Jesus as a quote-unquote exit strategy <laughs> when we leave the planet to help us get through all this mess, the quicker we're going to be at peace. I love you guys. Have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful weekend. I really, really appreciate you guys. You guys rock. Thank you for supporting us. Like Austin said, thank you for getting your toothpaste and your vitamins from us. Without you guys, this show wouldn't be possible. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you guys on Monday. You're 100% accurate. I mean, this is what we do, and we do it for everyone, and we continually need everyone to get the truth out there. That's why we put the links of the articles we talk about on the show every single day up on the website. I mean, you can look them up. I mean, put them every single day, read them, send them, forward them, click them, save them, whatever you want to do with them, but continue to spread the truth because there is no doubt about it, a movement. There is no doubt about it, a very, very big following that's starting to wake up, and people are getting, you know, so just use the phrase red-pilled very quickly now. You can't sit back idly by now and act like, oh, nothing's going on. Everything's cool. Everything's normal. Nothing to see here. We're past that phase now. <laughs> if COVID didn't get everybody's attention, which I don't know how that didn't get everybody's attention. What you see right now and everything that's occurring back to back to back to back, almost on a daily occurrence now, something random is happening. Whether all these things are distractions or whether all these things are small, small, you know, nails in the coffins they're trying to do. I don't know. But one thing I know, we're not going to be able to stop a lot of this stuff. But what we can do is stay well prepared. Like Dad said earlier, making sure you're having good water purification. If you guys need help with that or try to find a good water filter, you can email us up or you can email dad up or we might even start carrying them. I haven't really carried water filters here. I have personal ones that I have, but I've never really carried them because I didn't really, you know, see the need to carry them that much. A lot of people, they're kind of, you keep them and you save them. But if you guys are interested in that, let me know. I can start ordering some and have them in stock at the website and on the, in the office. And, uh, but that's, it's been crucial. It's important, you know, because the food, the water, and security and the first aid, I mean, those are all top-tier elements that you have to have. And what we're watching right now is all those things trying to be dissolved in front of us. What we're seeing in Ohio isn't going to be a short-lived incident. This is going to be long-term for a long time, and a lot of things are going to get compromised. A lot of food supplies are going to get compromised, and that's why I told you guys yesterday – Having some backup food buckets and having some backup, you know, that you can grab and go or throw something in a pot and cook it and not have to worry about going to the store. If you've got to evacuate, you should get your attention. It did mine with this thing in Ohio. Like I told you, we got CSX railways that runs right through Auburndale. And I thought to myself the other day, this is a scenario, I'll be honest with you, I never put together. I never thought, what happens if a rail car derails in Auburndale with toxic chemicals and they end up igniting this stuff and it spills everywhere and you got to evacuate out of the office and out of Auburndale immediately. Never, I've never really pondered that scenario, I'll be honest with you, until now. But that's the point, is you look at things from an outside perspective and you go, okay, this is a valid problem. I mean, my heart goes out to all those families and kids and 
moms and dads over there in Ohio and East Palestine. I mean, that's that's a horrific situation to be in. And the fact they're being marginalized and nobody's talking about it, and the EPA is ignoring them, telling them pretty much everything's safe, trust the government. <laughs> and that the FEMA is saying it's not an emergency, we're not giving you any funding. And then literally turning around and Biden administration and these Republicans and Democrats together go, oh, whoa, 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 uh, you know, Ukraine needs some more Abrams tanks and they need a couple more billion for we don't know what it is, but we're just going to send them more money. Gosh, man, you want to talk about an insult to everybody up there. It's an American population. So understand that nobody's coming to save us. It's a simple fact of life right now. But we know our Savior in Christ, and we know what we have to do sometimes to stay prepped and prepared, whether or not to have some backup vitamins and supplements, whether it's backup food. Do what you need to do to stay on deck. You know, the other day, Lana got two bags for the kids. I built them their own gear bags, essentially, you know, kind of bug out bags, if you want to call them that, with basic supplies in them for things to throw on. They got Ziploc bags in there with extra socks, extra clothes, extra warm clothes, extra hot clothes, you know, some extra food, a bunch of other supplies on a whole list of stuff that I always have. And they have it. So if there's an emergency, you got something that you can throw right on your back right now. I've always encouraged people to have that. And I always throw some supplements in there and some purple sticks in case you need to have a little bit of extra, you know, walk in your step when you're <laughs> having to do something, you're getting fatigued and give you that extra push. So again, Thank you for the support, my friends. Thank you for getting the truth out there and continuing to wake up as many people as you can because we're all in this together, and you guys are doing a fantastic job. Hope you have a great weekend. Hope you have a fantastic time with family, friends, or whatever you get into. We'll be back on this show Monday as always. You guys take care. Have a wonderful evening. We'll talk to you again next week. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.